Episode 61. This week, Simone talks about Nerve's list of the sexiest women in comedy. Steffi has texts from a real dong doctor, and the ladies wonder how insulted they should be for the sake of art. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, dong? I'm dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, dong? Super excited because I had an idea for a new segment called Text from an Anonymous Dermatologist. Oh boy! <laughs> and I have a friend who he lives not he lives like in the Midwest is all I'll say. And he's you know, has a dermatology practice. And I thought that just meant like, you know, acne and Botox, but no, it means a lot of genital warts. And so wow. the stuff that he sends me is amazing. Does he specialize and in genitals or does he uh, just end up seeing a lot of them in the I think he just ends up seeing a lot of it because he specializes just in skin across the board. So right, um, I, but I was surprised. Oh, like, like, yeah, he'll he'll text me and say, "Yeah, it's nine o'clock your time. I just thought I'd let you know that I've already seen four dogs this morning, including my own, <laughs> including his own." So anyway, that we'll save that though. But um, yeah, that's I something just, to look forward to. to I have to tease you guys. So. Yes. Yeah. But your weekend but, now, it was a bit uh, tumultuous. A weekend, yeah, I had this juicy weekend because, um, let's see, Friday, or yeah, Saturday morning, I woke up and I was going to make pancakes for the kids and um, I don't remember what we did the night before. I think it was just kind of like like a kind of stay in kind of Friday night. But I was right. going to be like a good mom and, you know, wake up and make pancakes and set the table and, you know, like the kids will wake up to the smell of pancakes and, <laughs> and that's pleasant and lovely, right? So I go upstairs and the, and the kitchen's a wreck and I just like immediately got pissed and go downstairs yeah. and I'm like, and yeah, just like kind of unleashed on my husband about how I need help around here and um, the kitchen's not going to suck itself and, you know, if I'm working 40 hours a week, I don't know. So, um, this is like the only thing we ever fight about too, is cleaning right. up. It's like, it's like a recurring, recurring 13 year fight, but it only like, <laughs> it only really like manifests itself once every like five months. So. Right, right. <laughs> Which is pretty good if, if you're going to talk about how often you fight, I guess. But, Definitely. um, so that like, you know, it, I just realized that, um, the windows were all the way open and I was being like loud and we have lots of neighbors like close by and I did not care and I was yeah. saying things like when you do not do this then I feel this way and I was like I hope our neighbors are enjoying the fact Such that it's clear we've therapy been to therapy speak. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> what I hear you saying is that you're a giant asshole. <laughs> That's what I just heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> wow. And he's I would very totally calm. Like he's always calm, and I'm the one who like yeah. gets hysterical, and then. Yeah, then I got my period the later that day, and I didn't tell him because I didn't want him to blame it on that. Oh, there's nothing worse than, like, make it seem like it was just that. Like, it's like you can't be taken seriously. Like, the way kids can't be taken seriously, it's like a That's girl exactly can't be it. taken seriously. If it's just, oh, it's just a period. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that totally makes not sense. okay. He's never really pulled that, but I just, like, am afraid. You don't even want him to think it. Don't even want him to even be tempted and think yes. it, so... And if I, I like, think they're thinking that, that, then that would annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell him. I'll make him find out the hard way. So anyway, yeah. we had this By fight. Listening and to we the like, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love that. I just lost like nine guy listeners. Sorry, guys. So, um, yeah, we like kind of, I was coming down off that. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting, like, um, to, to feel and um, how after conflict like that, I feel like like I'm kind of high, like chemically high. Right. Like I feel like something has gotten out. I've been heard. Um, so you know, and and so that that is always like kind of I've been trying to pay attention to that. Like, okay, what am I getting out of this? And is this clearly a power move? Do I feel like we actually connected through the fight? Yeah. And um, so I was talking to Don about this, and it was really handy because Don and Carrie and Kote had I had and I had planned girls' night. Uh, where we were going to get cupcakes from Whole Foods, <laughs> totally luxurious $9 cupcakes, and read Sassy Magazine from the 90s, which was a magazine we were obsessed with, and it, had, it was, like, kind of limited publication, but it, like, absolutely saved my life, because it was, like, whatever the modern-day equivalent of, like, the coolest blog, for, you know, is, uh-huh. like, this was, like, my subscription to Sassy, and, right. you know, it's, you know, just the, everything about it was, was amazing and um just the style of writing and, and you felt like you had like this cool big sister so sassy magazine was like so much better than ym and teen and 17 and all those but um uh-huh. so S- carrie had saved all of her issues and we were all gonna read them together but then carrie got sick and so don was gonna host and so kote and i went over to don's um really rad loft downtown right by the stadium and She's like, guess what? There's a Mariners game tonight. And I'm like, shit, because that oh, means Parkman's no. going to be a bitch. But we made it. We get there. And so it was fun to get to talk to them about, yeah, we had I had this giant fight. And, you know, they know David really well. And they know me really well. So it was really good to get to talk about it and, um, and um, kind of get their feedback. I'm like, I just feel like I kind of get a rush off, you know, after we have this, you know, conflict and airing of grievances and stuff. And, <laughs> Um, so let's talk about that. So that was really fun, but um, we didn't end up reading any sassy. We were going to watch Manor House. Have you watched that at all? No. It's I like some BBC is. series that Dawn is obsessed with, but um, uh-huh. we never got around to it because I was asking Kote about her dissertation, and she's getting her doctorate from Oxford right now, which is insane because mm-hmm. she has like a 15-month-old son. Yeah. And, um, you know, she works full time and she does a lot of advocacy for people in the Northwest Detention Center. So um, she has this giant practice, and I was like, tell me more about how you're doing this. You're going back and forth to Oxford. Um, Tell me about your doctorate. And she's like, no, no, no. I never want to talk about it because I'll never stop. You guys won't be able to shut me up, and then you won't want to be my friend anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And Dawn was like the perfect person to say this to. And Dawn's like, no, here, you need a whiteboard. And we went to Dawn's studio, and she got out this butcher paper. 
and put it on and, and gave Kote a marker and we sat down in chairs and Don like took notes and so Kote was describing for us but anyway the moral of the story is it was, it was a really great girly night you know and um yeah so that was just what I needed so it, it just well. went from like sitting around eating cupcakes and reading sassy to this like intellectual <laughs> pursuit I love that <laughs> It's so funny too because when I was went to that bachelorette party a couple weeks ago, um, I got I made friends with this other girl I didn't know. She was the she was what Jenna called the best lady, and um, and she was from Vancouver. And we were at dinner and chatting, and she was just talking about how she was observing, you know, people in LA and the stereotypes and all this stuff, you know, from sociology perspective. And anyway, she kept talking, and and you know, I'm so into that sort of thing. So not that I've studied it, but I enjoy those kinds of conversations. But you go to a bachelorette party and you think, oh, who wants to fucking talk about this? But I'm like, this is exactly what I want to be talking about, you know? So she, and she kept apologizing. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I, I really, really enjoy conversations like this with people. And, you know, you don't often just stumble upon them. But when they happen, I'm like, I'm all over that shit. So, so, um, so it was great. But it, as it turned out that she, um, uh, she kept talking about how she'd been married a month and a half ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And she's from Vancouver. And then later she was like oh wait you're married to neil hamburg i was like yeah she's like oh i know a friend of yours and it turns out i was supposed to go to her wedding and i didn't even know because a friend of mine was invited and was allowed to bring a friend and she was going to bring me so it suddenly oh, now that God. she realized i was friends with lizzie she was like oh of course like no wonder you would like now she knows the kind of person i am if i'm friends with her and that it made more oh. sense that i was interested but it was just really cool and then we were like really sorry that i hadn't gone to a wedding because now we were friends oh, totally and then yeah. she doesn't even live in la so no it Exactly. Yeah, she tried to keep Aww. me at the wedding, but Greg um, wouldn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that. it's nice when you know you can end up in a conversation like that with people. So I know I'm like, this is just what I needed. Like this is you know, this puts blood in my body. So um, we're gonna have we rescheduled cupcake and sassy night for this Friday. So if you could come, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Why do you have to live so far away? I know. But I um, thought that you'd also enjoy the story that last night I sent another text to another wrong number. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's just three weeks in a row now. This is why I need to be friends with therapists because this really hurts my self-esteem. Does it really? um, Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. I'm retarded. I don't know what... Yeah, so... Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I didn't beat myself up too hard about this because I email my, or I text my friend Kevin Swan, who, he's a um, hot tipper listener Kevin, um, who just moved to Brooklyn or Harlem or something to go to school at Columbia. Um, he's studying anthropology, but, um, I text him way more than I do our neighbor Kevin, and our neighbor Kevin and his son and my son are similar ages and good friends, and they just made a movie, like, you know, shot with a little flip cam. And uh-huh. so Judah, my son, comes home and goes, Mom, will you text Kevin, the neighbor, you know, Tyler's dad, and tell him um, that he can come over and watch the movie with us? So I text Kevin, whoever the first Kevin that comes up in my phone is, <laughs> without looking at the last name. But the last names both start with S, to my yeah. credit. But anyway, <laughs> so I text Kevin in Brooklyn, hey, you can come over and watch if you want. <laughs> oh. Kevin's lawn. He goes, I can do what now? 
I was like, oh shit, wrong Kevin. He's like, well, now I want to know who the <laughs> what the inferior Kevin gets to watch. Yeah, the inferior Kevin. <laughs> I was That's like, nothing awesome. good, it was just the the kid videos. So. Yeah, Gosh. but anyway, I'm three for three now. Maybe next week I'll have another story of this. Maybe so, maybe this can be a new segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this this app I have on my, on my iPhone, because I have a jailbroken iPhone, so it's not a legitimate Apple app, but um, it has a it has like a delay when you hit send, so you, ha- you can set the time for the delay. I have it just set for two seconds, but so it's like the little bar runs across for two seconds, and in that time I can hit stop! <laughs> like if you spot a typo or realize you've said the wrong thing to the wrong person. So yeah, I really like that buffer, and I have that set up in my Gmail too. Like I can't tell how many times I've hit, you know, undo send, just to double check I sent everything to yeah. the right person. It's um, like automatic West Coast delay. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, uh, speaking of the East Coast, um, I got in our intro, we had uh, a, a voicemail that was listener Jeff, as you may have heard. And um, he texted me with a follow up. So he texted the dong line with a follow-up on the big uh, pen that we were referring to. Now, I think there's a bit of debate because everyone's saying this is a new pen and then other people are saying they've known about it for over a year. I think there's a European pen that's for her and an American pen for her. And the one we were talking R-A-F. about was the Euro one. So I think the Euro one is slimmer, which this one doesn't appear to be the, 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 the US one. So in the American ad, the girl says, does anyone have a pen? And then all these guys go towards her and hand her blue-barreled pens and she's like no thanks no (laughs) and then a a, a big like you know big man mascot comes towards her and hands her the big pen (laughs) and she's giddy and says thanks and then the voiceover says with its fabulous styling and smooth writing big for her is the only choice and then she kisses the big man (laughs) does anybody have a pen no, thanks. No. Thanks! With its fabulous styling and smooth writing, Bic for her is the only choice. Bic, more for your money, always. <laughs> Might as so, well yeah. embrace it. Might as well. So yes, yeah, so there's the ad. We'll put the link up on the website so you can you can see the see the ad. Um, it's like a Mentos yeah, so, commercial. Yes, it is. But Remember it's those? because it's the yeah, those were awesome. But uh, but because it's the pen and the whole for her thing, I find it's a little more demeaning. But anyway, so after Jeff sent that to me, I just I hadn't seen it yet. I was like, what happens? And he told me what happens. And I said, oh man, someone deserves a kick in the dick for that. And then he said. <laughs> Someone deserves a kick in the cunt for that product in the first place. <laughs> and then I said, I think general kicks are required all over the place for this. <laughs> and then he said, I hope their genitals are stronger than their pussy hands. <laughs> Who is this person? Why is this our friend? I know, listen to Jeff. I know we only know him from his calls to the dong line. He's the best. So, Yes, friend us on Facebook. We love you. I just want to run out of here kicking every crotch along the way. <laughs> just <laughs> anyway. Things make me want to do. Irrespective of the big issue, you just want to do that. <laughs> 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 All right. Now, um, during the last week, there was a... I don't even know what this paper or this blog or whatever it is. It's called Nerve. Anyway, they had this list of the 10 sexiest women in comedy. And... Mm-hmm. 
I thought it was a total crock. Not because some of the women weren't attractive, but it was just like, I'm sorry, but some of these women are not, one is really not attractive. And a lot of comedy women, they're kind of more like quirky and funny looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and not that there's no nothing attractive about that, but it just seemed like, oh, women are doing comedy. Which ones are sexy? Well, there aren't a whole lot of them. So let's just put the first 10 we can right. think. You know what I mean? It, I just thought it was really dropping the ball. But it's like, for one, why are you even making this stupid list? Because it shouldn't have anything to do with it. But I mean, you know, I guess people have a propensity to like lists. I actually really hate lists. I should go on a rant about lists another time. <laughs> but it's like, cause I, I sometimes make them if other people are making them and then I get really angry about them. So anyway, so yeah, so just this <laughs> list of sexiest women and, you know, there's a few that I think are just fugly and a couple that I would actually call sexy. Like Maria Bamford's on the list and she's really cute and quirky looking, but I wouldn't call her sexy. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? You um, love her. Like, she's my favorite comedian. Yeah. At least girl com- I don't know, maybe all-time comedian. I have no idea. But um, I, she wouldn't call herself sexy. I, I bet you she liked that she was on that list but thought it was stupid, too. It's just yeah. my guess. And um, I would guess that most... I don't know. I, I think that for female comedians, the, you know, the stereotype is that they're not cute. And so I think the media, whatever, people are trying to kind of bring that around. Because, of course, some of them are. But, yeah. Um, I think, you know, this, you know, they just want this affirmative action kind of thing going. Yes. And, and that's also, what it it's, is. A, it's a headline. Ooh, sexiest women in comedy. They're funny and pretty. Oh, let's go see. And, or yeah. sexy. But um, what's funny is, like, David's like, he's like, oh, girls who are too cute, uh, they're not sexy. He's like, it just doesn't work. Like, yeah, they're, they're either one or the other. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's like, because if you're too pretty, then you don't need to have a personality, and you didn't fight for it, and you don't, you're not very witty, you know. So he has this. He's like, there's this kind of rawness that, and kind of um, sadness that's really sexy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, he didn't really put it. I don't think he put it that way, but that's kind of how I interpreted it. Is like, right. um, I think what's sexy is is someone who um, you can just feel that. <laughs> That That's all they're putting out there. Like, it's like, yeah, if you're sucks, doing, let's distract ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It seems like it's a, it's almost a last resort. Like when someone's putting up the sexy, it's like that's all you're seeing. You're not seeing you know yeah. everything else that goes with it so yeah i thought this list was oh. kind of fucked on various levels but yeah that just makes me think of the jessica simpson video for the those boots are made for walking when she was in the dukes of hazard movie do you oh. remember this video i saw far, bits of it. she was trying so hard to be sexy and it was I know. the grossest thing it was tragic it was, the it was so it. fucking tragic <laughs> so funny God. oh it's like you can't try to be sexy. Like once you try, you stop doing yeah, it. Yeah, then you're not sexy or attractive. You're pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of see. tragedy, <laughs> do you like that segue? Um, we have it on the list to talk about my friend Isaac, who um, he was my he was my friend. Um, he was going to our church for a while. He was in my small boat thing that I have in my little group um, on Tuesday nights. And he um, he graduated from the Seattle School of Theology and Psychology. And he went back home to Minnesota to be a pastor. But he and I got really close. And he's just this doll. And he's just the just a walking doll. Just the nicest, funniest, sweetest guy. And um, so I get a text from him the other day. And I was hoping it was from a wrong number. <laughs> as I've been sending, but it said I've had um, two seizures and I'm in the hospital. Don't know what the prognosis is. And it turns out that um, the CAT scan revealed a lesion on his brain 
and they think it could possibly be related to the Lyme disease that he got, and it could also be a slow-growing tumor. So I just, like, I, I know. It's like, what do you do? Because uh, I just, yeah, just kind of collapsed crying, and he... Yeah. Um, he made this little video for us to show our kids about because um, he kind of worked with the kids when he was at church here and he's uh-huh. he's kind of like Mr. Rogers talking about it he's like this is what a seizure is and he's like here are my medicines oh, <laughs> it was so sweet. sweet I know and he's like just be thinking of me and know that I really love you and and um, please just check in with me and we'll see what happens you know it's just so sweet but um and I have a drawing that he did for me that I've, I actually have framed by my bed. It's been there ever since he gave to me. So he's kind of a special person. I don't know if he ever listened to this, but um, when he got his um, job to be a pastor in Minneapolis, he sent me this email and it was really awesome. So I thought I would read it. He goes, uh-huh. Steph, I got the job officially. I've been called to be the pastor of children's ministry at First Baptist in Minneapolis. Obviously, this means that you can't swear around me anymore, and unfortunately, we can't be friends at all because David is a gambler. But I'll be trained, which is a double attack bonus extra life health increase power boost gold coin because I'm now a pastor and God likes me better than everyone else, for you and your family to have intimacy with our boyfriend Jesus so that we can all go to Caucasian heaven when we die. Isaac. Oh, boyfriend Jesus! (laughs) Caucasian heaven! So wow, I've just hilarious. been struggling with that because he's so yeah. weird and it's just so tragic. You know, he's in his 20s. I mean, what's his prognosis? I mean, is there a chance everything can don't be okay? Don't know they don't know at all. The, the doctors are like, this is a mystery. Like at this point, that's what they're saying. So, mm. well. and it's like that. And he's like, that's the scariest part. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's like, so he's like, so I would just ask that you send thoughts for my soul to have peace while I'm waiting to hear more. And I'm a- just like, <laughs> So, Gosh. there's that. But bringing it back up. Bringing it back up. Um, let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, well, before we go on, I have to uh, oh. mention... So, we're on uh, part of Feral Audio, the uh, the uh, podcast collective. And there are lots of great podcasts on there. Um, and there's soon-to-be-released Neil Hamburger podcast, which we have heard. It's not released yet, but it's amazing. <laughs> Stephanie, how much did you love that? I love it so hard that I listened to it two times in a row. Did you really? <laughs> mm-hmm. I wow. just had to hit rewind. Excellent. Yeah, it's really great. So we'll be alerting you on that, listener, because it's really, really odd and great. But um, but anyway, but yeah, so um, I can't wait for you all to hear that. But also to keep Dongtini and Conversations with Matt Dwyer and Stephen Brody Stevens' Festival of Friendship and all the other great shows that um, – we're, we're on uh, Feral Audio with, um, we need donations. So you can either just go to feralaudio.com, go to Dongtini and donate. But if you don't want to fork out any money specifically for that, um, you can shop on Amazon like you were already going to do anyway. So yeah, just <laughs> stop at Feral first, go to Dongtini, and then there's a link there to go to Amazon. So, you know, you can buy Apple products or a Fabergé egg and just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> And whatever you like, you know, even if it's, you know, a pack of, you know, garbage bags, you know, we'll take it. So, um, and just some of the money has started rolling in for the last few months because it comes in increments. So, uh, so thanks to all who have used the link so far for your purchases. You're a real peach. Um, so now we talked about getting iTunes reviews and we said we would read them, which we will. But Stephanie, you had, you had a listener contact you and say that the review wasn't sticking. Yeah, so, it's really misty. She's like, do you guys hate me? You haven't said anything about my review. And I'm like, it's not sticking. I haven't seen it. Oh, 
So. That's terrible. So yeah, so that's the problem. So because I know, listener, I know you love us, and you've probably been trying to heed our calls for 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 uh, reviews. So try again. I don't know what's going on, but I've heard this happening with other people. And iTunes doesn't give a shit about podcasts because they don't make any money from it. But yeah, try again if you'd like. But as we as we promise, we will review, read your review. So um, yeah, this review was from BC Kinetic. And it's the title is Is this podcast kick ass? You ask. <laughs> Does the Pope crap in the woods? I say. Subscribe, laugh, heal. I like that. Heal. Isn't that the kind of thing you're always going for, Steffi? Heal. Yeah. Tontini oh, helps my God. with healing. That's so yes. lovely. I haven't seen this yet. That's so nice. And now with this dermatologist uh, uh, reports, we can help heal dongs, like specifically. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, listener, for that. Uh, listener Misty, if yours is already on there and we're not reading it, because um, we only decided to start doing this recently. So if it's predating our, our offer to do that, let us know and we will read it. So anyway, so now I had this issue, okay? So mm-hmm. tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe about five years ago, I was uh, managing social media for a band that we love very much. And um, and then uh, this guy was friends with that band, was doing a book of photography he had done for said band. And anyway, he reached out to me. He was like, oh, I'm doing this book. I'm like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like, obviously, I would want the book because I love the band. So anyway, it's like, oh, can you help me promote it on the social media, on the MySpace? So I say, sure. And so, he, you know, I just keep, you know, I make an ad for it. I spend a this time like photoshopping stuff and resizing and all this html crap to you know make it fit nicely on the on the page and every so often i would keep advertising it and when the book actually he was like pre-advertising and then when the book actually came out he you know i wanted to get the book and i didn't ask or anything but he's like i'm sorry i I wish i could give you one but i've just put up too much money for this i just I, i can't afford to give you one So, yeah, I said, fine, no problem. We paid for it. And it was in pounds. So I think it was like 15 pounds. You know, it was more like 30 bucks American. So anyway, so, but whatever. I wanted the book. I got the book. It was fine. And and still, after they just kept asking me, kept asking me, can you put it, please advertise the book again. Please advertise the book again. Every so often, I kept doing it without question, you know? And Mm -hmm. anyway, and it always kind of annoyed me because I thought, you know, you paid your printer, you paid anyone else involved in making the book but just because I'm a fan you kind of like I just feel like it was a nice gesture that somebody's helping you promote your book and get more sales and you don't give away one book you know like mm-hmm. am I a jerk to, to think that um I don't know like I gosh well, I don't well, know no. <laughs> like, because probably it's not weird. I mean that's valid right like you're thinking you know why I'm part of the marketing and the putting out so yeah it's like, because yeah. I didn't owe, he wasn't my friend, and I didn't owe him any favors. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you're asking me to do something. I just, I, I mean, I just feel like that's what I would do. If somebody was helping me, you know, promote Neil yeah. Hamburger dolls or something, there's no question. I would just give them a yeah. doll. I know? hope that I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like exactly. not tipping or something. So. Yeah, exactly. I just felt, or at the very least sell it to me at cost so you're not profiting mm. you know he's like made money off, yeah. of, off of that so that really oh, kind yeah, of yeah yeah 
Yeah. So he, whatever he, profit he added to it, he got off me as well. And, to, and I was helping him out for free, you know, which was fine. So anyway, but it's just a weird thing where you do something just, you know, out of kindness, but then you still feel kind of shafted. And then you're like, am I a jerk for thinking that or not? You know, yeah. because I just feel like it was just bad form because I would have, I would have, you know, given the person something, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so a few years goes by and then he just messages, messages me on Facebook plugging his new book directly telling me personally please buy my new book which i just i don't like that kind of advertising from people you know you know it's just really in your face like i don't even tell people to oh you've totally got to listen to my podcast could you please check it out sometime when you get a chance like i like barely mention like like i just sort of mention that it exists like no pressure and it's free so i just like are you really getting in my face to spend 20 pounds 20 pounds wow yeah i'm like i said and i'm saying i can't really afford it but what i really meant was i don't really want it you know like if i really wanted it i would afford it somehow you know so that was really annoying and then finally like he just wouldn't let up so i was like you know i'm still kind of miffed that you uh that you made me pay for that book when you ended up selling it for half price. And then he got all annoyed and I just thought you wanted to help the band and, and help wow. my art. It's like, no, this wasn't helping the band. It was just helping you because the band got nothing out of it. And yeah, and then it just turned into this, I mean, it didn't get really ugly because it just kind of ended pretty soon afterwards. And he was accusing mm-hmm. me of not wanting to support artists. It's like, I totally support artists. Wow. I bought- You're like, I'm married to an artist. I know how this goes. Exactly. And I know how I treat people who help us, you know? So right. yeah, I mean, I went and bought, mm-hmm. you know, all these Supergrass albums that I got for free. I went and bought again anyway, just to support, right. like, you know, that's what I would do for things I really care about. So I kind of resented the, the accusation, but it just, it just brought to light all these issues of, you know, getting mm-hmm. payback for doing something, you know? And I know, I, uh, gosh, was it Peter Rollins or somebody else talking about giving a gift and expecting something in return? Like how it's kind of impossible <laughs> yeah. to, to not really expect something. Like yep. even if you just feel good about yourself, for giving yep, a gift yep. and that's something you got out of it yep. so <laughs> yeah because like when I, when I people visit from australia i i don't i i what i expect is that they will at least offer to bring me things that i need from australia you know what i mean like mm-hmm. be a courier you know and then mm-hmm. you know i feel like that's the least they can do because they're going to be staying with me for weeks you know and it's like i you have mm-hmm. you, i feel like that's a, a decent thing to do and i had one friend who like brought a bottle of booze for herself and never shared it and <laughs> and stayed in my house for Share three weeks an alcoholic like, well, <laughs> coming from Australia it's really expensive so I think we're a little it's funny because Greg and I were talking about how like we just like pour the booze like like it's water here you know but there it's so much more expensive I'd be like really? I'd, I'd feel more stingy about it if I was back in Australia yeah but yeah so somebody comes and stays in my house for two weeks and like doesn't you know even offer to bring me anything doesn't you know and i would pay i always offer to pay for the stuff too i'm more like just be my courier you know so yeah yeah so i don't know if i'm being a dick or if i'm just you know saying what everyone's thinking well i I, no i think you're saying what everyone's thinking because i think we all (laughs) wrestle with this because uh, yeah i just i'm thinking of a friends episode where (laughs) phoebe was like you know, oh, I, I'm, I'm giving, you know, I'm doing volunteer work, but I feel guilty because I feel good about it. So I'm not yeah. being truly selfless, you know. So, you know, a lot of like sitcoms and things yeah. have been based on that. 
But um, it always makes me, yeah, just every time, like, even riding the bus here home tonight from home, like, or from work to home, I got on the bus, and the bus driver lady, like, yelled at me, sort of. Well, I felt yelled at, you know, and she probably was just kind of saying, okay, don't go up to the top deck because it's all full. But she was like, you know, I heard, don't go to the top deck because it's not full, you know, and I'm like, I didn't deserve that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I'm like, okay, there's, like, so much, you know that happens between what is said and what is heard and you know what is their experience what is their expectation you know right. there's all this stuff i'm not sure of like like maybe they weren't taught manner you know maybe they just yes. don't know um maybe he's a dumb bachelor guy who doesn't know about social grace you know this photographer person yes um i don't know and so it's then that's hard too to like have to wrestle with that and go well, there's all this other story, this backstory that I have no way of inferring. And so all I can do is like, like I sat down to this girl, like the first open seat I could find it. And I go, the bus driver just yelled at me. And she goes, I know. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had like some camaraderie. Gosh, well, it sounds like she felt it too. At least that yeah. someone validated what you interpreted. But, but you know, it's true. Or she might have just been trying to shut me up. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's true. Like, taking into account, like, I, I take it this way because I was raised to sort of, you know, show appreciation for people. You know, right. at least, you know, if you're staying with someone for a while, you know, buy them a meal or something. Like, I will always exactly. do that. Actually, I may have slacked on some of the meals buying when I visit you, but that's because you just feel like I'm going no. to my other, other home now. Good. But <laughs> well, that's exactly what I want. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't want anyone to ever wonder with me, like, that I expect something. It's no, kind of yeah. my fear that, like... Would they be afraid, you know, that I'd be offended or something? So. Yeah. I'm talking more talking about the people that are coming to stay with me for weeks. You know what sure. I mean? Well, and, that's and, a long time. Yeah. It's like you, that's I, like, isn't the rule like four days is like the, supposed to be the I, most? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wish there was a rule. You know, there's very few it's people American that I can I can have for weeks, you know. But I think if you're going to stay with someone for weeks, at least buy them a meal. Don't you think? Do you think oh, that? Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're supposed to bring a hostess gift. Like where I'm from, you bring a hostess gift. You like, you know, you do certain things while you're there and you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you buy them food and, you know. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm looking for the equivalent of two weeks accommodation at a hostel. I'm just, you know, it's like sort of a gesture. Like, and it's because it's what I would do. But yeah, again, you have to, you're right, take into account why they, they might not just not have thought of it. Because I don't, it's like when this happens, if things don't quite go, you know, you know, as expected, I don't like think less of that person overall. I just think, oh, maybe they didn't quite think that that was a nice thing to do you know yeah but that's such a human thing to to have that initial flash of kind of feeling violated you know yeah. that flash of anger where you're like how dare they expect that of me well cool because everyone's going to base it on <laughs> the way they would with that, act in a situation know, like... yeah huh, i feel you thank you cool so yeah leave, leave a comment anonymously if you'd like if you think i'm an asshole or not and uh <laughs> we'd love to hear from you on the donktini.com hi guys this is listening to eugene again uh turns out calling the dog like internationally is surprisingly cheap Anyway, I just wanted to offer a word of encouragement to Sister Stephanie there. I noticed that on stuff Christian culture like, there's been a lot of negative comments lately about how all this mocking is wrong and, you know, making fun of Christianity makes you as bad as those Christians you're making fun of. And, um, well, um, uh, this weekend I uh, had to attend church again. 
it is a family obligation, not just any church. It was a pretty crazy Pentecostal denomination I grew up in, and I haven't been there in years. But uh, yeah, I went, and I'm so glad I did, because it was awesome. And by awesome, I mean it was terrible, but the great kind of terrible. Uh, I could try to describe it, but you probably wouldn't believe me. Uh, let me just say, if you pardon my Swahili, the shit was bananas. This pastor just talked so much crap. It just fall to all bullshit. Seriously, it was just one crazy story after the other. And it was so funny. I couldn't stop smiling in church. I was laughing about it afterwards. I've been mocking it relentlessly ever since. And it's been so healing. I feel like 20 years of bad memories have just rolled off my shoulders. So yes, by all means, you're doing a great job. Please keep going. Uh, I know I don't technically believe in the Lord anymore, but you're doing the Lord's work, Stephanie. Keep it up <laughs> and keep on, guys. It's just such a game changer when you can look at it from that perspective. Like you don't feel threatened by it anymore. Like it seems like. Eugene has totally turned a corner and like something significant has happened for him where he's not yeah. under that rule anymore. I know. Of, of the fear and condemnation. He's like, ah, <laughs> I can't I know. believe these people are buying this, you know. I know. It sounds like he's like enjoying comedy, but I don't think he mentioned yeah. his voicemail. But in uh, we were talking, he wrote a blog post about it and, um, and I was talking with him about it. But like a couple of his cousins like got up and left and they're still believers, but they just thought this guy is so fucking whacked that they, they, um, yeah, they, they they couldn't even handle it, and and another cousin is like questioning their faith after this incident. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah good. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like a pretty wild time, and I guess he, I, I bet he would record it for us if we asked him. But it's all in Afrikaans, so we wouldn't understand oh. it. Damn it! It reminds me of the Supergrass Seen the Light video where they they have yes. revivals in the South. Like that's the footage is just completely that. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It was so good, so good. Oh, and you the, didn't um, need to be able to hear what was going on to enjoy it. <laughs> no, no. Greg has the like, crying demons. Greg has a VHS of that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's you're the one who said that you owned it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as soon as Greg saw it, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's all crying demons." And I was like, "Awesome." I can't believe it. I, I just like that. That's so foreign to me. That stuff is foreign, and it's amazing that Eugene ex escaped as sane and lovely as he is. You know. Yes. That's a testament to the human spirit, right there. Totally is, um, so I have um, a disgusting news item <laughs> that you you may have heard about, but um, I don't think I have. You know, I clicked right past the things about the debates and Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney's hair, and I clicked on virginity cream sparks Indian sex debate. <laughs> what? An Indian company has launched what it claims is the country's first vagina tightening cream, saying that will make women feel, quote, like a virgin again. <laughs> so it's um, designed to market a vaginal, re you know, rejuvenation and tightening product um, because virginity is such a big deal in lots of parts of India, probably most of it. But um, in, in the ad for it, the, this girl goes, I feel like a virgin. It feels like the very first time. <laughs> I'm like, is that really what you want? <laughs> I know, isn't it more like about getting that over and done with and then moving forward? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, getting up. But, like, I remember in India they were saying that 
um, the con you know people weren't using condoms. It turns out because they were too small for a lot of Indian men. <laughs> really? So yeah. So um, and these these same men are complaining that um, the women's bee is too loose, and so maybe that's why they're doing this cream situation. Wow. But there's this one, you know, professor woman. She's like, why can't they put that on their wiener instead? <laughs> 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 Well, I mean, could, but, um, could people put that stuff on their faces, like for wrinkles? I'd be more interested in that. I know. Well, like people use that hemorrhoid cream for their eyes, right? Oh like, yeah, I've heard about reduce that. puffiness. Yeah. I've heard. I swear, I've never done it. I've only heard. <laughs> um. Yeah, but once I was. Um, yeah. Should I tell the story? <laughs> Um, so my, my regular doctor is really hot, um, he kind of is emo looking and he's a little bit younger than me, just, he's just way too cute, and so, like, when I have to do anything, like, you know, lady parts related, I find, like, a woman gynecologist, like, a, a, a lesbian lady who, like, <laughs> wears burks and, like, you know, knows what she's doing type of things, so I don't have to worry about that, but, like, on my, so, you know, I always go to someone who's never seen me before, so... Um, so I was getting, you know, my yearly exam and she was like, okay, it's time to get out the big girl speculum. And I go, excuse me? And she goes, well, I'm just saying because you had babies. And I go, my shit is good as new. <laughs> you try and see. Oh, you don't say that to someone. Gosh. And she was like, because it's all geared around trying to keep the patient calm and relaxed. And she's yes. like, she felt really bad. I'm like, use the tiniest one. Tiniest one. Gosh. <laughs> she should have just called you fat while she was at it. I mean, God. <laughs> so rude. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the, uh, in the region, there have been a lot of celebrity dongs this week. <laughs> there have been so already Prince Harry was naked in Vegas and then do you know and then fucking Prince Philip went to an event in a kilt and his dong was out and he's sitting next to the queen with his dong out I mean I know she's seen it but you kind of it's almost like your parents you can't imagine it you know but yeah so, so Prince Philip and then but then there was the, the, the confusion about the John Hamm dong and apparently yeah so, yeah so the pictures going around of john ham with he was wearing pants but you could just totally see this outline so clearly and uh and anyway it turned out to be photoshopped but i kind of thought it might be that one of them is just too detailed yeah it was kind of great though while it lasted yeah I yeah i know you so wanted to believe I, I accept the truth, but yeah, I was yeah I was confused, but I was I think I was more shocked. It could have been anybody. I was shocked that it was that easy to see through pants. So I, know. <laughs> I mean, you could just could clearly see the head and and the scrotum. It was crazy. Yeah, and yeah. I was going, David, look, it's Don Draper. <laughs> He's like, ball sacks don't do that. That's fake. <laughs> Shut up. La 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 la. Um, but um. Now, did you have the text from the dermatologist now? To yes. Excellent. Yes. So, keeping on the dong theme, um, I'm ready to introduce, to unveil my new segment, Text from an Anonymous Dermatologist. And so, this is from my dermatologist friend who lives many, many states away. And um, everything is de-identified information. But um, 
this one was accompanied with a drawing and uh, we'll post that at dongtini.com so just get ready because you're going to get to see this um, I get a text from him where he goes this morning I was cutting off a, re a rather large pendunculated genital wart that midway through I had to double check and see if I wasn't mistaking his wart for his dong <laughs> and I wrote back picture or it didn't happen he goes can I do a drawing and I was like yes he goes alright check your email <laughs> and so at dongtini.com you'll see what he sent me which was a regular sized dong and like a little miniature dong next to it but it was you know it was a total wart that had gotten enormous for a wart. And I was like, I did not know they could get that big. He's like, my nurse and I could hardly keep it in. So, um, That's what I've long believed is that these, you know, these medical people, you act like, oh, we've seen it all before and nothing phases them. I don't buy it. I don't, I don't buy it. And he's proof of this. You know? I know. I love it. Yeah. It, it's not upsetting to me because it's kind of what I always thought. But I think you think it in general, but when you're in that situation, you tr you try and act and pretend and go along. I think that's one instance where I'll try and delude myself is to think that in this medical setting, they're not shocked or appalled by anything I yes. have to offer. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. He told me, he's like, um, he goes, I heard the, you know, he's like, I have my phone in... in um, the exam room and um when I, I heard your text you know the text thing go off it was a text from you and i just want you to know that right when you sent that i had my hands on the ding dong this <laughs> <gasps> guy's out of control he's out of control and he yeah. should never stop sending me these things so no he never should um so i think that's yep that's all we have so um please go to dongtini.com to see the drawing of the dong wart <laughs> and um yeah, we love you. Until next week. Bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye.
Operates independently in partnership with FeralAudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit FeralAudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.